0: Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. I am so happy to have you here today. Welcome. I hope your year is going really well. I want to talk to you about progress and weight loss. We talk about weight loss around here, so let's talk about progress. (laughs) Weight loss is one of the things that requires progress over time. So you lose weight if you do things differently than you did before, little by little. Because remember, here we're always talking about sustainable weight loss. It's not helpful to lose it and gain it back. So we're always talking about sustainable weight loss, and that's what happens over time with incremental progress. So it's not like winning the lottery. It's more like working your way up the corporate ladder. And the good news about that, the the good news about being able to have sustainable weight loss is that you learn skills along the way. You become a different person. If you start out in the stock room and you end up a CEO, you're a completely different person with all different knowledge. That's what happens if you lose weight in this way that is sustainable. You have to learn new skills. People say that they'd be happy with instant pot of money or like instant desired body, but you wouldn't because you wouldn't know how to keep it. People think that they would be really happy with it, but they wouldn't, and you know how I know? It's because they would have it already. They would have it already if if they knew how to keep it. More likely it would be fleeting and you'd suffer the loss of it. And, and I have studies to show to back me up on that with like lottery winners. Have you heard of those studies that, you know, people get a bunch of money and very soon after they've spent it all. Sometimes they're not even sure where it's gone. It's just that they're back to where they were. Also, I love this example. You'll know that this is many years ago. I saw an article in People Magazine about Jennifer Aniston and it showed the stuff she ate. So Jennifer Aniston is thin. She ate a little. (laughs) She was not eating cheeseburgers every day and pasta at night and ice cream. It was such a a great reminder that, I mean, I'm sure there's other things going on. Like she has great genes and whatever else, but she's thin and she maintains it because she eats, you know, what is perfect for her body. And it was not a lot. So there's a, there's a reason why we don't have what we want right now. And so we have to change what we're doing now doesn't have to be torturous, but we just have to change it over time. And so this is what we're talking about here is the progress of that. It might feel better to have loved and lost, but few would agree that it's better to have lost weight and then gained it right back. (laughs) So Many of us know exactly what that feels like. We don't even have to imagine it. We know exactly. Instead, we want sustainable weight loss. Sustainable weight loss by design is incremental incremental progress towards our goal over time, and we learn the skills. That's a win-win. Learning the skills over time so that we can achieve our goal and then keep it, that is what we're looking for. So how exactly do we learn along the way? I'm going to tell you that. This is sort of the meta view of of getting what you want. Sometimes we'll talk about specifics and nitty gritty details, but today it's sort of this workable and useful framework. You only need two things to lose weight and keep it off. You have to be willing to try things and then evaluate what you tried. Really, that's it. Two things. Be willing to try things and then evaluate what you've tried. I know that seems basic but it's truly all we have to do. If you keep trying and evaluating and trying and evaluating, you will absolutely get what you want. In fact, you'll get anything you want. But we're talking about weight loss right now, but trying and evaluating will get you what you want. So the first step was trying something. Okay. Here's the key to the trying something. It has to be something easy and or doable. We can't pick something nuts. I mean, in fact, you've seen that if like, I'm going to go keto all the way, you know, and just have bacon and, you know, steak. And you certainly can use this, try and evaluate to do it. But instead, I'd like you to pick something that seems doable that you can do forever. Something that you'd want to do forever, or that would, it would be okay with you to do forever. Okay. So something easy and doable, try something. It could be anything like you can decide to do logging or the hunger scale or inter- intermittent fasting if it feels easy to you. You could decide to swap out soda and have water instead or you can go to-, go to bed earlier or eat at the table instead of the couch or fruit instead of ice cream. Now that doesn't mean you're never gonna have ice cream. It just means if you're having daily ice cream and you wanna try swapping it, there's that's something you can do. But it really has to feel okay with you to try. So it can't be punishing or restrictive. It can't feel like deprivation and it can't be temporary. It can't be this idea like I'm going to do this for two months and then I'm going to go back to the way I was doing things before. because what will happen. You may lose, but then you'd gain back because you have to sustain the, the, you have to be able to maintain the loss, the support, the new habit. So this is Why? trying little things is such a good idea. So you're not overhauling your whole entire universe. You're trying to go to bed half an hour earlier. Amazing. And if once we get certain habits in place, and then we can build on that. So tr- we're starting out with the idea of trying. Okay. Then you, once you pick the one thing that you're going to try, the easy one, the one that you'll do, that feels doable. Then you evaluate how it went. That's the step that most people don't do is the evaluation part, especially if it didn't work. If like, I'm going to take the keto example, but you try keto and it, it doesn't work and you toss it. You actually could evaluate that, that baby <laughs> and you could, given this, and you could figure out a way that it works for you, but only if you want to. So actually, I don't love that keto example. I have some other examples in here. So (laughs) let's keep going. What happens sometimes is, well, first of all, if you try something that's not doable, that's already a non-starter. It feels like a starter. You're like, I'm going to go to the gym every day for an hour and a half. I would not put that is a easy doable thing to try. Okay. So you can try that. And through this evaluation process, you could get to the point where you end up three days a week for half an hour You could try to do it that way. But if you start out with something that's easy and doable, that really will help. Because what happens is if we pick the hour and a half every day at the gym, we get into this all or nothing thinking like, oh, this doesn't work. Never mind. I'll never be able to lose weight. I'll never be able to do what I want. No, it was too big in the first place. But if we pick something that's more right-sized and evaluate it, We can work our way towards what we want. We can progress. We can make progress. That's winning. (laughs) If we're sort of moving in the right direction with our behaviors, with the things that we want, okay? We're trying easy things, and then we're evaluating. Okay, so if you thought it was worth trying a result you wanted, don't throw away it without evaluating Okay, so like I said, the keto may not be such a great idea or the hour and a half every day. But if it's something that was like, no, this is reasonable, then the evaluation process is the thing that's gonna help you make it something that actually works for you. Sometimes we can try, pick something that we try and it works perfectly, amazing. And we have a better chance of that being true if we try something easy and doable. But if we try something that we really think could work for us, then this evaluation process is the thing that will that will really make it work for you or you can see clearly wh- whether it will or not i mean that's actually the evaluation process right is seeing whether it's going to it's seeing clearly what's going on the evaluation is how you find out what to do next it's how to make things easier or how to fix what's going on it's how you get the thing to work for you. And it helps to have a structure for evaluation. So here's the one I use. I got it from my mentor. It's three simple questions. Number one, what worked? Number two, what did not? And number three, what will I do differently? It has to be in this order though. What worked, what didn't, and what I will do differently. Okay, it's really important. You have to start with what worked. Now, the reason we have to start with what worked is because our brains are very happy to offer all the things that didn't work. They're designed, our brains are designed to search out the negative, the dangerous, the wrong. We have to deliberately focus on what went right. And it's actually a fantastic habit to get ourselves into. So if you're doing this evaluation process and you always start with what worked, you are going to find that that muscle of, of finding what works is strengthened. And that is such a valuable skill. Starting with what worked. We're very practiced with finding out what's not working. So starting out with what worked, it gets your brain into the space of, okay, this is not, all hope is not lost. There are some things here that I can build on. And then what are the things that I do want to change? Okay. So you start out with what worked after we recognize what went right. We look for the things that didn't go well. And that's usually pretty easy. And then we decide on the things that we'll do differently in the future. Okay. That's what this evaluation process is. What worked, what didn't, what we do differently. And you determine what, work, what worked well and what didn't. And then you use that information to decide how you'll do things differently next time. This is progress. Seeing the event or the issues clearly and then just consciously deciding to make decisions to tweak it, this is how you progress. It's impossible not to if you do this evaluation. It's how you develop a skill. You're developing lots of skills, right? Seeing what's working, strengthening that muscle, but also then... Helping you with your desired behavior, whichever thing you decided to do, and it's it's also really personalized because it's how you would do it better. This is not how everyone's going to do this particular thing better. It's how it how it's work for you, your lifestyle, where you are now, your preferences, all that. Okay, so let's talk about an example. If you come up with something like I want to drink more water each day, amazing. The idea is you've decided I want to drink more water each day, and in this example, you tried and you were able to drink a glass of water in the morning before work, but then at work, you notice that you didn't drink any water whatsoever. So what worked? You got yourself to drink some more water at home. Amazing. You have a willingness to drink more and you're doing the evaluation. These are three things that are working really well. So Amazing. So we're starting out with some really, some positives. You're doing the evaluation, incredible. You really do want to make this change. And you managed to figure out a way to drink at home, drink more water at home. So that's fantastic. What didn't work? At work, there was no water. And what are you going to do differently? Well, I use my favorite glass in the morning to drink the water and that seemed to help. So I'm going to bring my water bottle that I love to work. Let's try that. So great. So now you're, you've decided, you you decided know what you're going to do next. So in the next couple of days, you realize you're forgetting your water bottle. <laughs> so you know what you want to do, but you're noticing that you're, you're not bringing it. So you could do like this briefest of evaluations and the idea, you come up with the fact that you're going to put the water bottle, you're going to fill up the water bottle the night before, and you're going to leave it with your keys. And then you're not going to forget it. So instead of giving up on the idea of drinking water at work, you're tweaking it and the tweak comes from the evaluation and in particular, what you're going to do differently. So you can see that if the key thing doesn't work, you have many more options and you just continue to tweak. So that is a pretty simple example. It's, you can see how it gets personalized to you. You put it with your keys or you work from home. So you do it differently, all of that, whatever it is, you get to decide that. And without a process like this, you might give up on the idea. But if you're constantly evaluating and tweaking, you can keep going. So that was straightforward. But it works for trickier situations too. And this one I'm excited to talk to you about. So we're going to talk about actually an overeating episode. So a lot of people would think that if they're trying to lose weight and they have an overeating episode that they're a failure. It's never going to work. See, they can't do it. All this stuff. No. It's all part of the process. If we're in the habit of overeating, it's it's not fair to expect that all overeating will disappear the minute you've decided to lose weight. Again, you would have stopped a long time ago if that was the case. So it's a, it's so complicated overeating in general. We, we hit at some of this, you know, with each episode, but it's, it's, it's really complicated. So, changing the behavior over time with this evaluation process can really, really help. Okay. So here's how we're going to do this. The overeating episode is, um, ate on the couch, uh, in front of the TV after dinner, even though you weren't hungry. Okay. So here's the, here it is. I, I noticed that I was doing this, that I wasn't hungry, and I was eating halfway through. Now, I continued to eat, but I stopped way sooner than I normally would have. So that's one thing that went really well. I noticed. I even stopped sooner than I would have. Now, sometimes that's hard for people to consider a win, but it really is. If normally you would have had the entire family size you know chips and you stopped three quarters of the way that is huge progress huge and it's really unfair and it hurts you to not see it as a as an accomplishment as, as a progress. So that's why these things are so important. So it is it definitely goes in the what worked column. That you were working on this, being mindful, you noticed you st- and noticed you still uh, continued to eat even though you noticed, but that's fine because then you did stop. This is huge, and a really important um, thing to notice. So that is a big win. You also decided to do the evaluation. Amazing, seriously. If you're not used to doing evaluations and you decide to do one, okay, you're a superstar. Okay. So that's another thing that totally works. And when you've decided to do this sort of process, it often helps with not beating yourself up as much. So when you, you've you given your brain something to do in this situation, then you're not just sort of wallowing in the, oh, you're never, this is never going to work for you. You're terrible and can't believe you and la 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 la, which is, feels awful, does not help and can actually lead to further overeating. So anytime we can cut the beating yourself up part short, that's a win also. Okay. So notice we had an overeat on the couch and we can absolutely find wins in there. And when you're seeing it, with the idea of wins in mind, with improvements, with how how can I progress? We're not beating up. We're looking objectively to see how things are going. Your brain is in a completely different space. It's not in the wallowing pit. It's more like a scientist, like an observer, like, oh, let's see. So now that you've seen things that are working, you can now we can go to the things that didn't work. Because we've clawed our way out of the pit and we're now standing on the edge, much better place to be thinking about what didn't go well from, a, from this vantage point. Okay? So now what didn't work? In this scenario, my partner is away and I was alone on the couch. So that could, you could know that about yourself, that that's, that tends to be a difficult time. I didn't sleep well the night before, and I was really, really tired, and work was super stressful, and I really didn't feel satisfied with my dinner. My partner usually cooks way better than me. I put something together. It wasn't great. These are so helpful to see. These are objective things that you could look around and see what happened. You could also say things like, and the chip, and I bought chips, you know, I don't know, whatever. You could see all the pieces that that contributed to this, okay, and now that you've seen those pieces, and notice none of them were like, "I'm the worst person in the world <laughs> that that really it, it it's not true, <laughs> and also that didn't contribute to it. That wasn't the reason that's not the thing that went wrong that you're somehow bad, no you were tired, you, the dinner wasn't great, You your partner's not there, you were feeling lonely, and it was really stressful at work. Those are the reasons. Now, it's that we emotionally eat, we solve those problems with food, but how are we going to undo that until we see what's going on? So this, we put on our curiosity hat, our observer hat, our scientist hat, we're looking to see what contributed to this. These are the things that didn't go well. So now, now that we have that list, what are we going to do differently? Well, next time I may plan for dinner with a friend when I know my partner is going to be gone and that solves the loneliness one and the not exciting dinner one. So that could be a great plan. You can plan to go to bed earlier. So maybe if you had the dinner, it's an earlier dinner and then you you know, you're going to like take a bath and go to bed you can ask for some help at work or some other way of de-stressing with work. Um, You know, whatever, meditating, taking a walk, de-stressing, something like that. So something functional with the actual work or some way of supporting your brain so that it doesn't feel as stressful. If you're not going to make plans with friends, you could decide on uh, meals that are more exciting and just plan those out a little bit. And You could also say, I'll keep my comfort list next to the TV so I can refer to it as needed. So a comfort list is always helpful in this kind of situation. Listen to episode 10, just a couple episodes ago to learn all about the comfort list. So these are all concrete things that you can do next time. Amazing. Your brain loves a plan and why not? It's a great idea. (laughs) It's a great thing. Your brain's like, got it. We know what some of the things that contributed to this, and we have a plan for next time. And the next time you'll see what went well, what didn't, and what you're going to do differently. You can see that as you do that, you'll be progressing. That's the beauty of this evaluation of trying something and evaluate it. You can see that you will be progressing. And for us right now, that means continuing to lose weight and lose weight in a way that you will forever be able to maintain that lower weight. And to me, that's what's super important. Okay, that's it. We got progressing with weight loss. Really simple. This is the bird's eye view, but also some details in there too. So try things and then evaluate what worked, what didn't, what you're going to do differently. Two things, trying and evaluating. You will see progress every time you do this. I'm sending you love. Let me know how it goes. DM me on Instagram at Stephanie Fine MD. Talk to you next week. Bye. If you follow, share, rate, and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, Fabulous.